0: Hey everyone, this is Dan. Thank you for joining us today. This episode is our fourth installment of the How to Excel in MS3 clerkship series. We made this series because we remember how difficult and unique the transition was between preclinical and clinical years, and we want to share advice to help you excel during your third-year rotations. In this episode, I talk about grading strength on the neurophysical exam. This is most pertinent for your neurology clerkship, But strength grading can be an important part of physical exams in all clerkships across all specialties of medicine. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, I sincerely hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, thank you for joining. Today's episode is going to be on grading strength on the neurophysical exam. So muscle strength testing is an important part of the neurophysical exam And it's particularly important because it could differentiate between a true weakness from imbalance or a patient with poor endurance. Now the physical exam in general is important because it objectively conveys your findings to all other providers that may be reading the note in which you record your physical exam findings. Thus, it is imperative to have a standardized way of describing strength so when you report your physical exam findings. Now the most commonly accepted method of evaluating muscle strength is called the Medical Research Council Manual Testing Scale. And it grades strength on a scale of 0 to 5 with 0 being the least strength and 5 being the most strength. Now what we're going to do in this episode is I will uh, go through the scale with you from 0 to 5 and then we'll employ it with an example. And then we'll just keep some big picture things in mind that you could use when you come down to doing the physical exam yourself. So remember, the scale is zero to five, and zero would be no muscle activation at all. One would be some sort of trace muscle activation, such as a twitch, and there is not achievement of a full range of motion. Two is there's muscle activation with gravity eliminated, and you can achieve full range of motion when gravity is eliminated. Number three is muscle activation against gravity with full range of motion. Four is muscle activation with some resistance, and there is also a full range of motion, and five is muscle activation against the examiner's full resistance. And a full range of motion, of course, can be employed here as well. So I think this works best with an example. So let's take into account the lateral deltoid, which does shoulder abduction. And essentially what that is, is if you have your arms at your side, it would be bringing your arms up such that uh, your hands are kind of pointed away from you, and you're abducting the shoulder. So if you score 0 on the scale here, there'd be no muscle activation at all, not even a twitch. And if you score a 1, you can kind of put your hand on the muscle, and you could feel a twitch on the muscle, but there's not a full range of motion here, and there certainly is not much strength in the muscle at all. So the big difference between 0 and 1 is that 0 has no twitches at all and 1 actually has some muscle twitch, but both of them do not have any range of motion. So in number 2, the important thing here is that uh, the patient can have some sort of muscle activation when gravity is eliminated. So how do we eliminate gravity? Well shoulder abduction is kind of bringing the arm up against the force of gravity. So what you're going to do is you're going to have the patient lie down on a bed and if they abduct their shoulder while they're lying down on the bed it is against the vector of gravity thus eliminating gravity and if the patient can abduct their shoulder while they're laying down on the bed with a full range of motion that would be a grade two on the muscle scale now a grade three is essentially the same thing except now they're doing this full range of motion against gravity so the patient's standing up fully abducting their shoulder um, and they have a full range of motion here and if they could do it without uh If they could do it against the force of gravity, then that would be 3. So in 4, you could abduct against some resistance, but not against full resistance of the examiner. So this would be, you're having them stand up, you're having them bring their shoulder, or their arm up to their side, um, and you're pushing against their arm, and when you provide a little bit of force, they could bring a full range of motion, but when you provide full force, they certainly cannot lift their arm up, so that would be a 4. And number five is five out of five, that is the strongest. And this would be if you're applying your full resistance, you're applying as much resistance as you can, there is still a full range of motion in the patient and this would be full strength. So some big things to keep in mind here are that three is the muscle strength at which the patient can lift their arm in a full range of motion against gravity. So if the patient is just standing up and they can put their arm up in the air, right off the bat, that's a three. And at this point, you should be testing resistance to differentiate it between a 3, 4, and 5. If they can't lift their arm up in the air, at this point what you do is you lay the patient back and you test the muscle with gravity eliminated to differentiate it between 0, 1, and 2. The next big thing to keep in mind is that while these scales are 0 through 5, you could also have plus and minus. So you could have a 3 plus and a 3 minus, which you'd imagine is a little bit greater or a little bit less respectively than a 3. And thirdly, and perhaps most importantly, is to be confident when you're grading strength. And remember, of course, to write it down as you're going along, because as you're testing all these different muscles, particularly on the left versus the right, you're definitely going to forget some things along the way. And it's always important to write things down as you're going along so that you don't have to go back through the test and do them again. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this episode useful, and I also hope you could use this on your neuro rotation to stand out.